Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm so delighted you could join us this week. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all over the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. we got a whole bunch of callers on hold, so let's go right to the phones. Looks like our first caller is Richard. Hi, Richard. Hey, how are you doing, Julie? Terrific. How are you, sir? I'm fantastic. So um, Great. Where are you? I, I'm everybody in where are you located? I'm in Bowie, Maryland. And um, okay. I want to give you some feedback. I met with you on a one-on-one on the phone, June the 8th, and it was amazing. Um, so you worked on my throat, you worked on my stomach, you worked on my prostate, and you worked on my uh, the shaking. All those things changed. I mean, before when I got off the phone, I was having tremendous problems swallowing. I'd had esophageal cancer. And I'd had 25 or 30 radiation treatments. And this is back in 2020. And I struggled to swallow. I struggled to, it was, when I would swallow water, I guarded myself because I could not swallow normally. And it would run around and go into my uh, trachea and I'd cough. And so every time I ate, it was a scary proposition. And you burnished my esophagus. I remember you describing it. And when I got off the phone, I took a drink of water and I go, oh my God, it's totally different. It's, it's almost the way it used to be. Not perfect, but oh, 99%. So that, I mean, oh my goodness. So here's my thing, Julie. I have a little bit more work you need to do on my prostate because it was the first time I was able to sleep more than three hours. That night, I slept for five, okay, before I had to get up to... But it's, I, I'm, I'm backsliding a little bit. So I think I need a little bit more tweaking. And one more thing. This is the final. My nipple on, on this particular breast over the last few days, it's very painful to touch. It's very hard. Just the nipple. This one on, on the left-hand side is fine. Nothing. I have no pain in my body. But right here, very hard, very sensitive. So, yeah, I don't know what's going on. Okay. Well, thank you for those kind comments, but oh, newsflash, Richard, that's you, you are integrating the healing. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Oh. But how this works is no. I help facilitate healing by sending the energetic healing to you. Spirit works through me and with me to send the energetic healing to you. You and everybody else with whom I work decides whether or not to integrate it and how you integrate it. It can happen instantly. It can take days, weeks, months. It may need some kind of complementary care, but certainly we all heal ourselves. So good job integrating the healing. Yeah. Okay. Let me get you back on my radar and let's see what's going on with that prostate. So how this works for those of you that are first time listeners, how this works is I raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit. I'm going to watch a laser beam come from my body here in Birmingham, Alabama. I'm going to hook into Richard in Maryland, and then I'm going to have a hologram of him in my mind's eye. And it's going to be as if I'm looking at an x-ray or a CT scan or an MRI. And then I'm going to describe what I'm seeing, Richard. You know how this works. I'm going to describe what I'm seeing. And then I want you to envision what I'm describing because that helps integrate the healing into your body because your body's going to follow what your brain's showing it, even if your brain doesn't believe it to be true. We bypass your conscious mind with these symbols that I see in my mind's eye. 
and we go right into your subconscious brain. So that's why it worked so well, because you did such a good job visualizing this, visual, visualizing. I mean, yeah, fantastic. This. Yeah, yeah. Okay, here we go. Here comes my laser beam from Sweet Home, Alabama, heading to Maryland. All right, got you. Okay, so when I'm looking at the prostate and, and somebody's having to get up and go to the, it's men, obviously women don't have a prostate, but but you have to get up and go to the bathroom a lot. What's happening is the prostate is pressing on the urethral and it's not allowing the bladder to void all the way. So imagine that the prostate is pushing against that tube. And so what I'm watching is I'm watching it get shaved a little bit. You know what a, a um, oh, like a potato peeler looks like. I'm watching something along those lines get used to shave that prostate a little bit. And then what happens is it allows that urethra to not have pressure on it and and the bladder can void all the way. This is a procedure they do in surgery all the time, Richard, and they call it a TURP, T-U-R-P, like transurethral resection of the prostate, I think it's what it's called. And they do it every day all over the world, many, many times. And it's very successful for the most part. So we're just doing an energetic surgery on your prostate. So hopefully that will help. As far as your nipple goes, let me see what's going on with that. Yeah, it looks like there's scar tissue there for some reason. I don't know, you may have a nipple ring or something that you're not telling us about. But <laughs> but uh, when I'm watching scar tissue, yeah, good. Scar tissue looks to me, Richard, like fake spider web material that you see at Halloween. You know, you get it out of a bag and you can put it on a on a um, bush or in a window or something. And so I'm removing that and I'm adding stem cell energy on the back of it. The scar tissue is on the back of it. So did you have radiation in your chest? Is that what you were telling me? I had it all in the throat area because that's where the esophageal cancer was being treated. Nothing okay. Chest, so, yeah. So. All right. Oh, so, scar tissue from. Here's the most from something else. Probably the most remarkable thing that you did. I didn't even tell you this. You know, when I went through my problems, I did tell you about my retching, but I didn't tell you that I had a feeding tube. Okay. They put it in when I had this obstetrical cancer, and when they took that out, I think that's when my problems started with the retching. And I talked to them about, oh no, no, this could never cause that. But when I had, and then I got colon cancer, and I said, well, when you go in, can you, I have adhesions. Can you disconnect my stomach from my abdominal wall? He goes, we can't operate on you, Richard. You're not well enough. I said, so I didn't tell you that, but you scraped that. You, you said you saw scar tissue and you scraped it out. I have not retched one time since then. So that you saw scar tissue that nobody even knew was there. How about that? Yeah. That was amazing. Woohoo! Good job. Good job. Well, well, God bless you. And you you joined our live the other night too, which is always fun too. We do that once a month. So I was thrilled to see you on there too. Thank you for calling in and continued good health. You bet. Bye-bye. Looks like we've got Tim on next. Hi, Tim. How are you doing, Julie? I'm terrific. How are you doing? Well, I'm great. Um, I do have some health issues, but I'm wondering if maybe since I can only do one, my mother, who's 94, has been in and out of the hospital the last uh, couple of weeks and fluid around the heart and so forth. And my doctor wants me on statins and is threatening me with a, my next heart attack and stuff. But I think we should choose her. She's in pretty dire straits. What's her name, Tim? Rosemary. Rosemary, and where are you located? We're in Illinois, but she's out in the middle in Ashton, Illinois. It's kind of about 15 miles east of Dixon, where Ronald Reagan grew up, which would be the only reason you would know that probably. Yeah. So about 100 miles west of Chicago. Okay. All right. Here we go. I'm going to connect into you and go from you to Miss Rosemary. And here comes my laser beam. Head north. All right, got you. Then heading to your mom. She's in phase seven of the 12 phases of transition, Tim. And 
What that means, for those of you that don't know, sounds like we're talking in secret code, doesn't it, Tim? I have it your is, card here somewhere. I, I had it on the dining room table last night. <laughs> okay. Well, it's a configuration. It's a series of events of how angels and deceased loved ones and the spirits of deceased pets are positioned as we are getting closer and closer to death. So anybody that's listening, just go to AskJulieRyan.com, go to the 12 Faces of Transition page, and you'll see that there's a downloadable chart there. And download the chart. I'm glad you have it already downloaded, Tim, because all you have to do is just ask, what phase of transition is my mom in? And you'll hear a number, and then you can refer to the chart. She's a little more than halfway through. So let's ask her the three questions that I always like to ask somebody when they're dying. Are you ready to go? Yes, she's saying. Are you in pain? She's saying not really, sometimes, but not really. And what do you need? Just to know my family loves me. Wow. Have you, have you been to see her and told her you love her? I did. I was out there about eh, 10 days ago, maybe. And she was in the hospital okay. at the time. And, you know, she's yeah. home right now. Is there other, fa- are there other family members that are helping yes, her? My sister, who's a retired nurse. And then my brother lives with her. And he's right. very good. A little, little, maybe too good. He's very good. You know, he's, he's on it. Yeah. Uh, but he doesn't Wonderful. want to see her go. You know, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think tell her you love her. Tell her it's okay for her to go. Have your siblings do the same. I think she's ready to go. She just needs to hear that you guys are okay with that. She doesn't act like she is. I mean, to us, I mean, she's not saying she is. Yeah. Well, a lot of times they don't, but how how you can tell somebody's ready to go is they stop eating they're not eating as much. They're sleeping a lot. And when they, most people, I would say 90% of the population at the end of life will report seeing the spirits of deceased loved ones and pets. So if she starts talking about seeing her mom or seeing your dad, if your dad's deceased or other loved ones who are deceased, she's not hallucinating. They're really in the room. So, so is that at stage seven? Stage seven is stage seven. When you look at the chart is her spirit is out of her body and it looks like a speech bubble on top of her head. There are deceased loved ones in the room. Pets are there. Angels have showed up on shown up on either side of her spirit bubble and um, their wings are going to start to move about nine. They'll form a vortex. It'll help her spirit separate from her body. She's had a lot of um, GI problems. You know, she went to a a specialist for that up in Rockford yesterday. And um, she's um, had fluid around her heart, which it seems to be building up again. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, go see her. Oh, I will. Go see her. Okay. All righty. Well, thanks so much. Just refer to that chart. Just ask what, what phase is my mom in and get it. And then you'll get a number on the chart. Thanks for calling in. Thank you. Looks like Chloe's next. Hi, Chloe. Hi, Julie. How are you, my girl? Good. How are you? Terrific. Thanks. Where are you? Helena, Montana. Wow. Wonderful. What's going on out there? Bet it's gorgeous. Yeah, it's finally getting nice. (laughs) Good. Wonderful. Well, you got a question for me? Yeah, so I wanted to ask about my grandpa. He is in the phases, but it's been a probably close to a year since we since I talked to you about him last. And he has Alzheimer's, so I know when they have Alzheimer's, it can kind of last a while. Um, but my grandma just wanted me to call and see where he's at. Oh, how sweet! Did you give her one of my books, Angelic Attendance, with about the phases? Good. Did it give her some comfort? I hope. Wonderful. Yes, Wonderful. It did. She All just right. she isn't really fully accepting everything yet. Yeah. Oh yeah, sure. Okay. What's your grandpa's what do you call him? Uh Grandpa Gary. Grandpa Gary. All right. I'm gonna connect into you and then from you to Grandpa Gary. He's in phase nine of the twelve phases of transition. So that's when the angel wings start to move on either side of the spirit bubble, Chloe. 
and that creates a vortex. And the vortex, that upward pull, it reminds me of a, I, I talk about this in the book, it reminds me of going through the car wash. And at the end, you know, they turn the dryer on and it sucks all the water off your car. That's what it reminds me of. It's an upward pull. So yeah, he's progressing. And and people with dementia and Alzheimer's, I may have told you, oftentimes they take a long time sometimes to go. And the thing that I hear the most from them, Chloe, is that they're get letting the family get used to them not being around. Okay. How long has your grandmother been married to him? My entire life. I think, so probably about 30 years. Okay. So they've been together a long time and, and she's used to having him around. So he's giving her the opportunity to get used to, in increments. I can definitely see that because she's starting to kind of pull away because of how he acts, you know, the behaviors with Alzheimer's and Mm -hmm. he's, he's getting like, it's getting worse. Like more recently, he's, you know, becoming more like less like himself and more of, you know, just hard to deal with. Yeah. My sister-in-law's dad had Alzheimer's and was in a care facility, I think for seven or eight years. And I asked him one time telepathically, I said, why, you know, are you ready to go? No. What do you need? Whatever. And he said, um, well, what do you need? What he said was he needed to give his wife the opportunity to get used to living alone because she'd never lived alone. He said she lived at home and then we got married and then she's lived with me. So she'd never lived alone. So you, she used to come to the, the uh, assisted living place and she would spend the day with him and then she would go home at night. And that went on for years. And so I could see after he told me that telepathically, I could see him easing her into living alone. And she's she's still around like six or seven years later. She's in her 90s and she's doing great. So that that's probably what for my grandparents. <laughs> yeah, I think Are so. Are you able too. to ask yeah. him the three questions that you usually ask? Yes, absolutely. So are you ready to go? Grandpa Gary, are you ready to go? Not yet. What do you need? More chocolate. Does he like chocolate? Yeah, that's what he said last time too. <laughs> yeah, more chocolate and my kind of guy. And then what do you need? Just more chocolate. Are you in pain? No. He says, no, he just wants more chocolate. He said, and he, he just told me that he just told me the good kind. Okay. I'm, I'm not, I'm not sure what the good kind is, probably Swiss or German, I would think, but he, he wants the, well, he's saying Reese's peanut butter cups. Okay. He just told me. <laughs> so take him some Reese's peanut butter cups. Yeah. And you know, at this stage, people say, well, but they're not healthy for him. Who cares? Give them what they want. They're at yeah. the end of their lives. You know, I mean, if the guy wants a Big Mac, get him a Big Mac. Who cares? <laughs> that's kind of my, that's my philosophy about it. But I just think really, if he passes and you don't give him a Reese's peanut butter cup, are you, are you going to regret it? most likely. So, yeah. Okay. Thanks for calling. Just ask, you know, what phase is he in and you'll, you'll get it and then just refer to the chart. Awesome. Thank you, Julie. You're welcome. Most of us have busy lives and we know that we're not getting the nutrients and the vitamins and the minerals that we need. So I'm always looking for easy ways to ingest them. I found one, it's called Beam Minerals. And what I find is that most of us don't get enough potassium, magnesium, and calcium. Those are the big three. And so what Beam Minerals does is it's put all these minerals in a liquid form that's easy to drink because it tastes like water. It's got all these important minerals and a whole bunch of other ones. and I find that they're really helpful. They save me time, they're easy to take, and I suggest that you give them a try. Go to Beam Minerals, B as in boy, E-A-M, minerals, plural, dot com, and use the code Julie Ryan, all together, no space, at checkout, and you'll get 20% off your order. That's Beam Minerals, B-E-A-M, minerals.com and use Julie Ryan at checkout and you'll get a 20% discount. Give it a try and let me know what you think. 
We do the show every Thursday night at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific. Just go to AskJulieRyanShow.com, and we'll, it'll get you right in to the show. And then you'll be able to ask a question, which is always so much fun because I never know who's going to call and I never know what their questions are going to be. So I always say it's like a crapshoot. That's what makes it so much fun. We post this information anywhere that you download podcasts. We're on all the networks. We're also on YouTube and Alexa. We also post it on all my social media channels, Ask Julie Ryan, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all of that the day of the show, just as a reminder. And then also when you're on AskJulieRyan.com, my website, sign up for my weekly newsletter. It comes out on Thursdays in the afternoon. And and there's a reminder too, hey, if you got a question, call into the show. And that's a question that somebody has submitted online. Remember, Angels and Enlightenment Training, Enlightening, Enlightenment Training, excuse me, easy for me to say, is online. You can do that on your own. There are live practice groups that go with it. That's where you really ramp up your skills. And then, of course, my in-person training, Angelic Attendant Training, that's the big comprehensive one where you learn how to do everything that I do. Everybody can do this. I promise you come to that. You will be able to do all the stuff that I do. And that was going to be in Atlanta. It's going to be the weekend of November 3rd through the 5th. So everything's at AskJulieRyan.com. Go ahead and sign up for those. People, have, A bunch of people are signing up for it already. We are going to have a ball in Hotlanta. So come join us. It's I, the energy online when I do the... The uh, uh, angelic attendant training, I'm finishing up my June class. That's the last one that I'm going to do online. That is on Saturday. And the energy is so high, you guys. I can't wait to see what it feels like when we're all together. I think it's just going to be remarkable. All right. This week, we got a, a, a question from Lisa. And Lisa lives in Bartlett, Illinois. And she said, hi, Julie. My dad passed away in April, and my mom doesn't know where he put the license plates he bought for her car. We're not entirely sure why he got new plates instead of just stickers for the plates she already has. Help, please. Plates are at least $150, money my mom doesn't need to spend again. Many thanks and blessings. Lisa. And then she said, P.S. I just heard your episode on a psychic story with Nicole. You are amazing. I just ordered several of your books and can't wait to tune into your live podcast. So Lisa, you're getting a question answered, but you know, come on and ask a question live sometime. So here's my response. Hi, Lisa. Thanks for your kind comments. My condolences to you and your family on the passing of your dad. To get some information for you, I energetically connected to you and then to your father. He told me the license plates are in the drawer in his chest in the garage. Does he have some kind of cabinet or chest for tools or other fix-it items? My husband has a workshop in one of our garages, and so he's got this metal tool chest that has 15 drawers in it or something. You pull it out, and it's all screwdrivers. You pull it out, it's all another drawer, it's all hammers, that kind of thing. That's what I was picturing. He also has, like, old cabinets. I don't know where he got them, someplace. And they're like old kitchen cabinets with drawers and stuff. And so he's got stuff in there too. So I'm thinking your dad might have one or both of those. I went on to say, in the meantime, your dad's around you and your mom. So just think of him and ask him to help you. He will by putting a thought in your head. Please let me know when and where you find the missing license plates. All right, Lisa, I'm going to expect a report back so you can... Let us all know that you found them and, and where they were. I can't wait to hear if, you, if there's some kind of a chest that he had in a garage someplace. So thanks for sending that in. If you want to send a question in to be answered on the show, just AskJulieRyan.com, Ask Julie, and you can submit a question and then, and then it may be chosen to be answered on the show. Looks like our next caller is Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Hey, Julie. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? Doing great. Terrific. Got a question for me? I do. I'm in North Carolina. And okay. my question is, last summer I had COVID. 
And since I've had COVID, I have developed tinnitus that has not oh, gone geez. away. I know. Okay. And so I would like you to do some energy healing on me and to see if the virus is the cause of the tinnitus, please. Did you also get the COVID shots? Yes, but that was a year prior. Okay. Because that's one of the side effects I'm hearing from a lot of people to the shots. It was simultaneous to having the virus. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, let me get you on my radar and let's see what's going on. So here we go. Sweet home of Alabama over to North Carolina. See, I can talk like him if I need to down here. You don't have much of an accent either. So you're a transplant, aren't you? I am from Florida. I can tell. All right. I heard something so funny today, Lisa. I was talking with somebody who's in the entertainment industry and she's a stunt woman and a fabulous gal. And I said, I heard Atlanta, she lives in Atlanta. I said, I heard Atlanta is the third busiest city for filming TV and movies and stuff like that. And she she said, yeah, she said, you heard of Hollywood? And I said, yeah, she said, this is Yollywood, like y'all would. I thought that was hysterical. This is Yollywood down here. Because she said, because we're all saying, well, have y'all done that yet? Oh, goodness. All right. So, got you. Okay. It's going to your right ear first. I'm looking at your eardrum. And your eardrum looks crepey to me. Looks like, you know that crepe paper that they used to have in rolls? When we were kids, we used to decorate with it for parties and things like that. And don't get it wet because it'd stain your hands and you wouldn't be able to get it off for a million years, right? Do you remember that stuff? I did. That's, that's what your, your ear eardrum looks like to me. Normally, it's smooth and it looks kind of rubbery. So what I'm doing, Lisa, is I'm putting some stem cell energy on there just to get it regenerated. There's a little vortex that's spinning in front of it. The stem cell energy will regenerate any body part we need. So there's a vortex spinning right now to regenerate that. Let me go over to the other side. The other side looks like that too. Looks like crepe paper. So stem cell energy over there, vortex spinning. While those are regenerating your eardrums, what I'm watching is tiny little corkscrews that are tunneling through your eustachian tubes from the outside in. And what they're doing is they're clearing your eustachian tubes just so those are good. All right, now I'm watching. I always watch when there's eardrum healings. I don't see holes or tears in those, but I always watch that the eardrum gets tested and it gets tested with musical notes and it gets tested with sound waves. You know, like on a soundboard, you can see the squiggly lines. That's what I'm watching happen right now. I'm watching them get tested. And what they do is they bounce off the eardrum and then the eardrum gets pulled in different directions. Think of a pair of bongo drums. The membrane that's on the top is how tightly it's pulled. It's going to determine the tone of that drum. So on eardrums, I always watch this test happen. So I'm watching that. It's getting pulled like in the nine o'clock position and then in the one o'clock position and then down in the seven o'clock position on the right one. And then those are bouncing back off. Okay. And then let's see what's happening on the left one. 12 o'clock position, six o'clock position, three and nine. All right. That left one's needing more adjustment and diagonally, you know, the two and the seven and then the, the five and the 11. All right. And those are going... I think it's interesting that I see sound waves and musical notes. That's always fascinated me because I've seen that in these healings many, 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 you know, countless times. So when I had this recording studio put in this red foam room that I do my show from, I asked my audio engineer who installed it for me, I said, why is that? Why don't I just see sound waves? And he said, well, you know, musical notes can, they're different. He says it's a different frequency. And he said, that's why they can cause an emotional response. I thought that was interesting. Never thought of it. But then you think about, you know, like meditation music and Gregorian chants and things like that. You know, they they get you into meditation or they 
They some, Music can make you feel happy or sad or energized or depressed or whatever. So I hope that helps. Can you tell if the virus is the cause of it or something else? I get it from the shots. I get it from the shots. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I've seen this a lot. I've seen it a lot. So hopefully this will help. Thank you so much. Thanks for calling. Looks like our next caller is Carol. Hi, Carol. Hi. How you doing, girl? Oh, I'm so happy to talk to you. I'm thrilled. Wonderful. Where are you thrilled? Where do you live? I'm in California, Central Valley of California. Oh, where? Like Fresno or someplace yeah, like that? You, yes, Fresno. I must be psychic or something. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, gosh. Well, how are things there? Um, well, things are. The weather's nice. Um, I'm calling because I've had a physical issue similar to the previous callers since I got my vaccinations and had COVID. Um, it's been a year and a half. And I seem to, I had neurological symptoms, very sensitive nerves in my teeth and dizziness. And, um, and the dizziness subsided, but then I developed neuropathy mostly in my feet. Um, and uh, I get like a, a nerve pain in different parts of my body, but my problem is mostly my feet. And the more I walk, the worse it gets. So I really mm -hmm. limit my walking. Um, just trying to figure out, you know, boy, let me tell you, I've taken so many classes and seen so many doctors. I bet. All right. So let's just clear out your neurological system. We're going to roto-rooter your, your, your neurological system. How about okay. that? Perfect. Oh, so imagine, imagine your neurological system looks like a network of tubing. Think of aquarium tubing, Carol. And nerve tubing looks to me like it has the, the inner diameter of spaghetti. It's pretty thin. Whereas vascular, the vascular system looks more like a regular diameter of of um, tubing that you'd see in an aquarium. So imagine that there's all these little tiny corkscrews that are spinning really fast inside your neurological system. And they're starting in your brain and there's a whole bunch of them and they're spinning really fast. And what they're doing is they're morselating or they're grinding up any kind of debris that's inside those nerves. When a nerve is injured, what it looks like to me is it looks like it has dead cells and other debris in there that I just call gunk. It's got this blackish gunk in there. And so those corkscrews tunnel through it and they chop it up they, into really, really fine granules as they go through. Do you remember the Pac-Man game when we were kids? Okay, remember how Pac-Man would eat all those little dots and then the Pac-Man would multiply and divide and then there you'd have a whole bunch of Pac-Man eating dots all over the screen? You know, the kids yeah. think they're so cool with these video games. We were playing them back in the 70s and 80s. <laughs> Anyways, so, but we were playing them in, you know, in restaurants and, and bars and places like that because they didn't have them at home. So anyways, I digress. So all those little Pac-Man are eating up all of that, those little corkscrews are all morselating any kind of debris that's in there. Okay, they're about to your waist and they're continuing to multiply. Now there's lots of them and they're spinning all over your body and they're doing that. And then they're coming down your legs and they're gonna go into your feet as well. And there are there's a hole that's open on the bottom of each foot, Carol, and any kind of debris that we're going to irrigate out is going to come out through the bottom of your feet. Okay, so there's a hole that's open. So we're getting ready to irrigate. Top of your head irrigation solution is running through all those neurological tubes out through the bottom of your feet. Okay, holes have closed up. Now comes the stem cell energy. Light amber color gel sparkles, reminds me of Dippity Doo, 
which was a hair gel in the 60s and 70s when I was a kid. You're probably mm-hmm. too young to remember that, but no, I do remember. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. When's the last time you thought of dippity do? Probably 50 years ago, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I know. But you, I laughed so hard when Spirit gave me that as an analogy many years ago. I thought, really? Dippity do? And I said, why would you give me that as an analogy? And they said, because everybody knows what it looks like, what it feels like, and it's fun to say. I was like, all right. That's right. There's a vortex spinning above your head, beneath your feet on either side of you, front and behind you all spinning concurrently, Carol. That's regenerating your whole neurological system. Mm -hmm. So I'm watching that happen. And... uh, can you can you move your feet and your legs even while you're sitting? I know you said it's painful and uncomfortable to walk, but can you at least pump your feet up and down when you're sitting? Okay, that, that'll help too. Have you been to see a neurologist? I have an appointment in August. It's been very hard to get in and I, he canceled my first appointment. So I'm going in August. Okay. All right. Well, hopefully by then you'll be you'll be way better. Yeah. So I hope this helps, and I I hope you feel better. Thank you so much. I I'm certain it will help. I really appreciate it. You bet. Thanks for calling, Carol. Thank you. Hi, Kim. Hi, Julie. How are you? I'm terrific. How are you doing this evening? Good. Good. I'm calling in from Reno, Nevada. Okay. Terrific. Got a question for me? Yes. My question for you is I've been dealing with Hashimoto's for about 10 years and thyroid issues for about 20. I've seen a functional medicine doctor in the past who helped me quite a bit, um, but I'm not seeing anyone right now. Anyways, I can't seem to get any movement on losing weight or getting rid of the fatigue permanently. Those are two of the biggest things that are troublesome. Are you on are you on thyroid medicine now? Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. And and they have they adjusted it to try and see if they can get you feeling better? Uh yes, we kind of go up and down depending on the symptoms. Um I was actually thinking of going down because I'm starting to get hot flashes quite a bit. And that's kind of and very, very like heat and cold sensitive, which is one of the key things that I know that something needs to be adjusted. So I'm going in for labs this next week. Okay. How young are you? 57. All right. Are you on bioidentical hormones? No. Do you know what those are? Yes, I do. Okay. Uh, that's the first thing that came to my mind was you need, it's all a soup, the thyroid, the estrogen, the progesterone, the testosterone, they all work together as a symphony with one another. When one's off, messes up the rest of them. So let me get you on my radar. I'll be able to tell in a nanosecond if you need some estrogen. And I'm, I'll look at your thyroid too. So here we go. Here comes my laser beam from Sweet Home Alabama out to you in Reno. All right, guy. Yeah, you look like a wilting plant, honey. When I see a woman that looks like a wilting plant that needs to be watered, she needs estrogen. So I'm shooting some energetic estrogen into you and you just perked right up like a plant that's been watered. So yeah, the best way to find a doctor that does the bioidentical hormones, I think, is to call a compounding pharmacy in your area and just ask them if they have any GYNs that are prescribing through them. I'm a big advocate of finding a GYN to do your bioidenticals because they're experts on female anatomy and we're talking about girly parts with this stuff. And and also, normally your insurance will pay for the consult. So they'll, you know, they'll they'll bill your insurance and they can help you with the thyroid stuff too. But that's what I that's as, as I'm talking with somebody and listening to what's going on, I'm getting what I call divine downloads in my head. And it's information that's coming in already, even before I get you on my radar to see what's going on. So I got that. Let me look at your thyroid. I'm looking at you from behind. I got a hologram of you in my mind's eye. I'm looking at you from behind. 
your thyroid looks like it's asleep because you're taking thyroid medicine. So I'm going to crank it up. If you start feeling jittery, talk to your doctor. And it's really fun when when I watch the thyroid start up because I hear this diesel motor noise, like a Harley starting. You know, it sounds like our our generator that runs our house when the power goes off. We have a Gat natural gas generator that has a diesel motor. And it, it just sounds like there's a bunch of Harleys on the side of our house all starting up at one time. And I always hear that with the thyroid when it starts up. But I think it's just because it's the, it's such a workhorse in the body. So I've got that going on. So hopefully that will help you feel better. I, I would absolutely look into the bioidentical hormones. Okay. Thank you very much. You bet. Hi, Cheryl. Hi, Julie. Um, I have a little bit of an oddball question. Um, I'm in Delaware. And really what I would like to know is if there is any past life that is interfering with me finding romantic love. Ooh, good one. And and if um, my guides have anything to say about this. Yeah. Do you want to do a past life scan and let's see what we come up with? These are so much fun, Cheryl. These are so fun. It's one of my one of my favorite things that I get to do. All right. So, of course, I'm an entrepreneur. So, of course, I have to do things differently than everybody else. Most people will do like hypnotism kind of stuff. I'm a businesswoman. Let's just cut to the chase. So, I envision myself in this endless hallway. And in the hallway, Cheryl, are really narrow walls, really tall ceiling, Lining the walls are big square mirrors, like 12 inch by 12 inch mirrors. And they're perfectly lined up vertically and horizontally. The whole hallway, like, you know, off as far as the eye can see and beyond. Each mirror represents a different lifetime. So we're going to ask a question. The mirrors that pertain to that question will come out from the wall as if they're on a hydraulic arm. And then I'm going to say, show me the one that correlates the most. That one will come out the farthest and it'll be, I'll, I'll go get in front of it and then I'll, I'll imagine walking into that mirror and I'll be shown a scene and we'll be given where it was, when it was, all that kind of thing. Okay, does Cheryl have any past lives that are connected to her being single in this lifetime? Is that fair? Is that a fair question? Yeah. Okay. Being or do you or do you want to tweak it? Do we want to do something that's a little more specific? Well, I I I haven't taken the normal path. I have never been married. Don't have kids. I've just never met anyone that I want to wanted to do that with. And now I'm getting older. (laughs) I'm in my early fifties, and I just you know it would be nice. (laughs) I think it's think it's time. You said I didn't take a normal path. I thought you were going to tell me you're you're like an ex nun or something. Oh God, no. <laughs> so uh, maybe we'll find out exactly. All right. So, does Cheryl have any past lives that are connected to her being single and without a romantic partner in this lifetime? Okay, a whole bunch of mirrors have come out from the wall, Cheryl. Whole 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 bunch. All right. Show me. You knew it, right? Show me the one, you're getting hot. All right, show me the one that correlates the most. All right, it's coming out. It's on the left. It's on the right side, the other left. It's on the right side. I'm I'm jogging down this hallway. All right, I'm in front of the mirror. I'm going in the year 1647, girl. Holy mackerel. All right, 1647, where are you? Um, something by the sea. I'm getting like Briar by the sea or Briarcliff by the sea or something like that. It's in the UK and in, in, in England. Easy for me to say, in England. All right, so it's like I'm walking into this movie scene. What's, what happened and why? Oh gosh. <laughs> All right, so you're a man in that lifetime and you had seven wives. <laughs> Your wives kept dying on you. Your wives kept dying on you. So, oh my God. Well, uh, I hope I wasn't bad luck or was it? <laughs> well, 
I think back then life was tough. You know, I mean, a lot of women died in childbirth and a lot of women caught different diseases and they didn't have antibiotics yet or any of that kind of thing. That's true. Okay. Your name was Merlin, M-E-R-L-I-N. Not Merlin the magician, but like Merlin, that name. Yeah. Merlin Waterstone, W-A-T-E-R-S-T-O-N-E. Okay. So you lived in a house. You had five children. A lot of your wives died in childbirth. You you basically, you know, back then the children helped work the farm. So they wanted a lot of kids because they were manual labor. And so Merlin's telling me, I've had enough with this married thing. I don't need to be married anymore because, you know, every every woman I marry doesn't make it. All right. So how does that correlate with the current lifetime? Afraid to get married because afraid that it's going to, something's going to happen to your partner when you get to your husband, when you get married. Okay. In past lives, what happens, Cheryl, is what I'll see is we live bazillions of past lives. I mean, we live bazillions of lifetimes, right? And time doesn't exist in the spirit world. Time's a human creation. So a hundred lifetimes of a hundred years may not even be a blip on the radar screen in the spirit world. Our understanding of linear time is a human thing. So what I find is that each time we incarnate, our spirit comes in with things that we want to explore and experience. And I'll see a semblance of that script that will repeat through multiple lifetimes. Same basic story, same basic script, different set of circumstances. Certainly you're a woman, it's 2023, you know, you're living in America, you have lots of advantages and things like that. But you're exploring what it's like to not have a partner in this day and age, much like what you were exploring back then in trying to have a partner, but they weren't sticking around for very long kind of a thing. So each time we explore and experience something, our spirit expands because we don't really get it until we actually experience something. And so in this day and age, you have lots of resources at your fingertips that you didn't have before. You've got online dating, you've got social media, you've got um, knowing people, lots of ways to communicate, lots of ways for you to get out and, and meet people with different activities and philanthropic things and stuff like that. What I'm getting is for you to put more effort into it. <laughs> oh, because... Yeah. The, the interesting thing is I don't like the um, whole online thing that I just don't feel like that's for me. I just really need the in-person, you know, I need you in front of me so we can have a real conversation. Um, that's just how I feel. If it works for other people, that's fantastic. But for me, I just feel like I really just want the in-person to meet someone. <laughs> in so what, front are you, of a, what are you doing to get out? What are you doing to get out and meet people? Well, the interesting thing is when I ask, I keep getting um, grocery store and I don't, I would like to know what my guides have to say. And I'm so like, can they be more specific? Please tell me which one, because we have a lot of them around here. <laughs> and I don't even know if that's, if that's true, but that's just kind of yeah. what I get. Do you have, do you have Kroger there? Do you have Kroger, Cheryl? No. Kroger? No. I got Kroger. Well, and it doesn't mean that you have to meet him in your neighborhood. I mean, you might be on a trip someplace and you go in a grocery store. Listen, I met my husband standing behind him in line in the Kansas airport. Neither one of us live there. So you just be open to how it's going to happen. Yeah, I heard Kroger, but Kroger's huge. Kroger's a huge chain that's national. Mm. Can they please like help me? get on with this because if this has been going on since 1647 <laughs> and I've had a lot of these uh you know past lives where I just wasn't married or whatever the issue was it's just time to get on with it because I would really like to meet someone so maybe if they could okay. actually pick a grocery store that we actually do have around here that would be a lot more helpful <laughs> okay give me some names of grocery stores uh, okay, so we have Acme, Giant, Fresh Market, 
No. Food Lion. Fresh Market, yes. Food Lion, no. Weiss, Weiss, yes. Do you live? Do you live near the beach? Yes. Okay. All right. I'm hearing in a grocery store near the beach. One other big thing. Okay. Focus. Focus on meeting the person and and how exciting it's going to be. No trust. You're going to meet somebody. We tend to focus on what we don't have, and that's what you're getting more of because you're sending out that vibe. I'm single, I'm single, I'm single. I need to meet somebody, I need to meet somebody. Well, what happens? That vibe you're sending out is like, you're staying single, you need to meet somebody. So so send out the vibe. My, I'm meeting, I'm in the process of meeting my, you know, my romantic partner. I trust that my romantic partner is going to show up at the perfect time, at the perfect place, and it's just going to be kismet. And then the other thing is, don't stay focused on the grocery store. Okay. Just that that's one opportunity, Cheryl, but put yourself out there. There's a lot. That's the the reason why you got grocery store was because it gave you something to focus on to change what that vibe was that you were sending out. If you go into the you go into the fresh market and you don't meet somebody the first time you go in there and you think, oh, this stuff doesn't work. Well, you know, then you're back in that negative vibe again and that's what you're going to attract. Right. I mean, yeah, I yeah. can't stay yeah. Yeah. single forever. <laughs> I mean, I could, right, but I right. don't want to. So, okay. The other so thing is, think, think of, and I heard this last week and it made so much sense to me. Think of the vibe that we send out is what we get back. Think of how when you research something online, let's say you're looking for a red SUV, and then all of a sudden in your feed, you keep getting all these ads for a red SUV. Well, the algorithm finds whatever you're looking for and is going to give it back to you. I think that's a really good analogy of how energy works. What we're thinking of is what's coming back to us because it's like that algorithm, you know, on apps or if we're online looking for something, we get more of it. Or, you know, like when you buy a new car and all of a sudden you're seeing cars just like yours everywhere that you didn't pay attention to before because you're attracting that. Okay. Because we weren't paying attention. Exactly. All right. So come back on and let us know where and when you meet him. Oh, that's okay. awesome. Thank you so much. Julie. All right. You bet. Bye. Bye. Hi, Lisa. Hi, Julie. How are you, my girl? I'm good. I'm the license plate, Lisa. <gasps> oh, you are? How about that? Does, does your dad have a chest in the garage? He doesn't, but um, I had my mom look in the toolbox. It wasn't in the toolbox. So I'll just keep on looking and I'll let you know. <laughs> it's, it's in a chest. He said it's in a chest. <gasps> yeah. Oh, I might have yeah. an idea. Okay. I'll have to look on Saturday when I go there. How fun is that? I forget where you are. Oh, Bartlett, Illinois. Huh. I can see. Oh, gosh, I must be psychic. I'm looking. Bartlett, Illinois. Yeah, it's on my piece yeah. of paper. <laughs> <laughs> so instead of asking gotta... about my dad, I have been having a lot of issues with like um, pain, like sciatica pain and also swelling oh. in my legs. So I wondered if you could do a scan and check me out. Sciatica pain and, and pain in your pigs? Is that what you said? Swelling in my legs. Swelling in your legs. I thought you said pain in my pigs. Like <laughs> I don't have toes. any pigs. <laughs> well, yeah, you got piggy toes. You know, didn't you ever do this little pig went to the market, this little piggy stayed home? All right. Okay. Oh, funny. Okay. All right, let me get you on my radar. Here we go. Sweet home Alabama to Illinois, the Illini state. All right, got you. Let's just rotor rotor your your you know, your vascular system, like what we did with the neurological system before. So same thing. You may have heard me say, Lisa, that the neuro that the neurological system, the tubing looks like aquarium tubing, but it's 
looks like spaghetti. It's the inner diameter of spaghetti, whereas the vascular system, it's more like regular aquarium tubing. And so what I'm watching is exactly what we did before, corkscrews going in through those tubes. Imagine they're multiplying like Pac-Man. Did you play Pac-Man when you were a kid? How the, yeah, how the Pac-Man just multiplied. So these corkscrews are multiplying, morselating all kinds of debris that are in there, coming down your legs. They're starting, uh, actually, they're starting at about your waist and then they're bifurcating down your femoral artery and your, you know, your all of that. And then we're going to do your neurological system too. I was led to do your vascular system first, which is interesting because you're having neurological pain from the sciatica, but there's something going on in the vascular system that's even more of an issue than the nerve pain. So that's what we're doing on that. So got that going on. All right, holes have opened on the bottom of your feet. Toxins are coming out through the bottom of your feet, irrigating stem cell energy going in. These holes open up. You know those little, like where you, where you have a hole and then there's a like a slide thing that goes over the hole? Mm-hmm. You know, like a, like a cover will go over it, just kind of slides. That's what it reminds me of. And then stem cell energy coming in. So the holes are covered before the stem cell energy comes in. So I got that going. All right, now let's do the neurological while we're in there. Just rotor rootering all of that. Is is I, the energy seems to be going more on the left side? Is that where the sciatica pain is, or is it on the right? That has been where it's been for months, but now it's actually been bugging me on the right in the last week. Okay. All right. It's going to the left side first, Lisa. So tunneling through that spaghetti tubing, and then we're going to irrigate here in a minute. And those holes have opened on the bottom of your feet again. Sometimes I don't see the holes open. Sometimes I just see the irrigation fluid go flying out the end of the toes, which is hilarious because it makes your foot look like a sprinkler. You know, who knew all this woo-woo stuff would be so much fun, but it just is because spirit's pure love, right? And joy. All right. So got that going on. Okay. Stem cell energy going in. Got that got a little bit of a bulging disc on the left side, low back. Has anybody told you that? I actually just had an MRI and I have two mildly bulging discs. Yeah. There's one that's pretty good on the left side. So what I'm watching happen, Lisa, is I'm watching those vertebrae get propped up and they're these little devices that I see used and they remind me of little spacers that a tile mason would use when laying tile before they pour the grout in. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm watching that props up the vertebrae. I'm watching those discs go back in. One's bulging out way more than the other from what I'm seeing. Those are going back in. And then there's this netting that's applied. And it looks like, think of a goldfish net. Mm -hmm. You know that you get a goldfish out of a bowl. That's what it looks like. It's that fine. And it stretches from the upper to the lower vertebrae. And then uh, that's going to hold those discs in place. All right, stem cell energies in there. Vortices spinning above your head, beneath your feet on either side of you, front and behind you, all spinning concurrently. And that's regenerating your vascular system and your neurological system in your low body, lower body. So hopefully that will help. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks for submitting a question too. Oh, my pleasure. You got a twofer tonight. I know. Lucky girl. Absolutely. Well, I hope you feel better. Thank you. Hey, Marcella. Hi, Julie. How you doing, girl? I'm doing good. How are you? Terrific. I'm great. Please tell everybody where you are. I'm in Chicago. Chicago. We've got lots of Illinois people tonight. Must be a must be an Illinois thing with the summer solstice or something. I don't know the energies. Yeah. All right, you got a question for me? I do, Julie. Um, 
I'm going crazy looking for some documents. Um, my dad passed away, so I was hoping he could probably come in and help me a little bit. I'm looking for pay papers from, from like a property that he bought. I'm having issues finding these properties. Um, he passed away, and it seems like his whole family went a little bit nuts. And it's a little bit of greed going on. They want to sell his properties. They can't because it's in another country, and I don't live there. Um, so things are just getting a little bit out of hand, but I'd like to find these certain documents that I need for a certain property that my dad had. And I I brought a whole bunch of properties back from his house. I have two big plastic tubs here, um, and I don't know if I might have them here, and I don't know what I'm looking for, or are they still back at his house, or are they just completely gone because I don't know where else to look. I get there at, your, at his house, and I get that they're in a strong box. Do you know what that is? A strong box is kind of looks like a fishing tackle box. It's metal, and it used they used to have a. My dad had one, and it and it's a metal box, and it was where they kept like all the birth certificates and the baptismal certificates and stuff like that. It was supposed to be fireproof, and it was supposed to be that if. If you needed to vacate the house quickly, you would take the strong box with you. It's kind of the equivalent of a safety deposit box, but they would keep it in the house. So I get that, that it's it's at his house and it's in a strong box. Have you found something like that? I found um, quite a few luggages like in the closets. And some of these luggages had a lot of the, the old family like titles for the properties and stuff like that. I brought all of that back with me. Um, there's still a lot of stuff that I didn't bring back, but I thought I brought back most of all the documents that I could find. Um, but, I mean, I'm going a little bit mad trying to look for these documents. I mean, I'd like to know, like, literally, if they're still at the house, if somebody took them. I mean, it's just, is it something that I'm going to be able to find to try to see if I can get this property back? I get, yes, you'll find them. I get, yes, they're still at the house. I'm getting strong box again. They're not very big. The box is like, I don't know, maybe, uh, I don't know, 15 inches by 10 or 12 inches, something like that. It's not, it's not as big as a suitcase, but I get that. The other thing that I'm getting is that you should be able to find information in the town records. What's, what country is this in? It's in Mexico. Okay. And so the village is going to have some kind of records or the city. Is it in a city or a village or what? A town? It's in a village. Um, the problem, part of it, the problem becomes with this property that my dad bought it off of a family member. Um, and my dad never transferred this property into his name. He left it in, you know, in the family's name, which he bought it from, which was his uncle. Um, and... Now that family is trying to say, hey, well, the deeds and everything are still in our name because your dad never transferred back. So it's basically still ours. It's not. I know my dad kept diligent records. I know he bought this record, um, this property. Um, I know that there should be documents that my dad should have kept around stating that he purchased this property from, you know, his family members. But it's just um, anything that I find, it's probably going to still be in his uncle's name. What I heard was the deed is still in his uncle's name. I What I heard was you're screwed. Even if he's docu got documentation that he shows that he paid for it, if he didn't change the deed, the authorities don't care. All they care about is that whose name is on the title or on the deed. And um, so is it in, it's Maricela, Maricela or Marcella? Maricela? Maricela, okay. Is it in Maricela's best interest to continue to look for the, do you have a property, like a name or something that you call it? You know, it doesn't have a property name. Um, I know that on the map, like the property map, it's labeled as property number 12. Okay. Is it in Maricela's best interest to continue looking for property number 12? That paperwork for property number 12, I'm getting a yes. I'm getting a yes on that. So, yeah, strong box, his house. 
Strongbox's house. Okay, because I'm going back down there in about two weeks, and I didn't know if I should keep looking in the two boxes of documents that I have, but it takes me literally about a week to go through all those documents, and I didn't know what I was looking for at the same time. So I was like, should I even keep looking here? But if it's over there, then I just won't look in here anymore. Well, no, I, when you asked, should I keep looking in the documents I have at the house, I got a big yes. So there may be something that pertains to it. There may be some clues that can point you in the right direction. But the document that you need is, I'm getting in a strong box in his house. Is his house in Mexico? Okay. So it's a hassle for you to go down and go through everything. But I'm getting, yes, go through all those other documents. Okay, yeah, there's yeah no, nobody lives in the house, and the house is well, now under my name. But it's still a long way for you to go. No, I have to go in two weeks anyway. I have to go deal with a few lawyer issues, so I will be down there in two weeks. Perfect. But the other thing I'm getting that just came in with you going through those other doc- documents too, Maricela, is you may find information on some other stuff that's going to be beneficial in those piles of documents too. So yes, take the time to go through them. Wow. Okay. Before before you go to Mexico. Before you go to Mexico. Perfect. I will sit here and look all next week through all everything I have. There you go. All right. Let us know what you find out. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Good luck. All righty, everybody. That was fun. It's always fun. Every week when we do this, I, I never know who's going to call in. I never know what their questions are going to be. But uh, sending you all lots of love from Sweet Home, Alabama. Mwah. Bye, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan. And like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com. This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.